molecular biologists, cell biologists, clinicians, uh, pathologists, all these people come together. And we're all sitting around the FICA table together talking about our one interest, and that is Alzheimer's disease. Hi, and welcome to Alumni Stories, the podcast that highlights the life stories and achievements of Swedish Institute alumni. Uh, my name is W. Valen Graham. Uh, w is being my first name, Valen, middle name. Uh, I am from Chicago, Illinois, uh, in the United States. Is W a common name? No, not at all. That's why I tried to explain it a little bit. Um, it's a single letter. It's not an initial. Uh, so it's so uncommon that it usually catches people off guard. W, or Valen, as he prefers to be called, is a research associate at the Rockefeller Institute in New York, researching Alzheimer's disease. In this episode, Valen tells us a story of how he ended up in Sweden at the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm due to an odd gene mutation and how that has contributed to his efforts in finding a treatment for Alzheimer's. One reason why I, I spend so much time in Sweden right now and something that I was supported on by the Swedish Institute was to come here and understand Alzheimer's disease and use some of the tools that I built back in New York City to um, apply them to the disease system here at the Karolinska. The reason why um, the Karolinska and the Swedish uh, researchers are so good at um, at Alzheimer's research and why I came here in the first place is because back in the early 90s, um, the Swedish mutation, uh, genetic mutation, was discovered that was associated with an early onset Alzheimer's disease. The Swedish mutation that Valen is talking about here is a mutation in two unfortunate Swedish families that causes them to develop Alzheimer's in their early 50s. Similar mutations that cause early Alzheimer's exist in a few families all over the world. But the Swedish mutation was one of the first to be discovered by researchers. Usually, Alzheimer's is developed in people over the age of 65, like Valen's own grandmother, who started showing symptoms in her 70s. It was quite devastating for the family. It was maybe 15 years of um, supporting her through the disease process. And in the end, I think... Uh, my mother took care of the grandmother, my grandmother. So at, towards the end, we were really just supporting our mom because uh, Alzheimer's disease is, is, I think, difficult because while the patient suffers for a while, it's really the family that has to carry the burden of the disease. And there's no treatment on the market now that can actually slow or prevent disease. There are only a few drugs that can mask the symptoms for a while, um, but eventually they fail and um, the patient is, is totally lost. Many of us might have had older family members who have suffered from Alzheimer's and dementia. And we might recognize the symptoms and disease progression that Valen describes in his own grandmother. It took many years of progressive cognitive dysfunction and eventually got to the point where uh, she wasn't able to care for herself. We needed a caretaker for her. But what was fascinating was if there was any um, silver lining to this disease process for her, it was a really interesting um, 
sort of back backwards in time progression for her memories. So she would clearly, the things that she did remember on good days were, were clear to her. And it was as if her adult years were fading away and she was becoming a teenager and a child. And she had extremely sharp memories of her early days. And those stories, um, if we were going to take anything away as a family from it, uh, those were amazing. Just days of her childhood, the tough times in the in the 30s. Valen's grandmother developing Alzheimer's is not the main reason he went into medical research, but he says his mom was happy when he did. And while understanding how medical research works is difficult, this is how Valen explains it. In disease, you don't really understand what the problem is until you figure it out. Um, it's not an obvious uh, like when you're driving a car, the steering wheel is missing and you can't turn. Uh, oh, the steering wheel is missing. But let's say you can't see the car. You know you're driving and you want to go left, but then you can't go left. So then you try to figure out what is broken about this system. And eventually through the scientific process, you'll realize, oh, this, there's a steering wheel that should be there. And the steering wheel isn't functioning. So let's try to put a new one there and restore function. And if it works, then you have the idea that maybe the steering wheel was the problem in the broken car. Now this is exactly what Valen is trying to do with his Alzheimer's research. He's trying to find the steering wheel. And thanks to the Swedish mutation, he might be on his way of doing just that. The dominating explanation of how Alzheimer's happens is that the brain metabolism overproduces a protein called beta-amyloid. Now these overproduced proteins amass and create plaques, these tiny tablets that disrupt the connection between our neurons, causing our intellectual and cognitive abilities to slowly decline. Valen wants to fix that. And my approach has been, let's not target the amyloid plaque, let's target misfolded proteins that would contribute to forming that plaque. So I use an antibody-based drug design approach to do that. And in order to do that, I've developed and, and been working on a patent that would uh, capture the sort of early phases of that process. And we can use that to discover drugs. And so I discovered potentially um, before coming to Sweden about 20 drugs that can bind to or interact with the early aspects of what, a, what becomes the plaque. To put it simply, Valen is trying to develop methods to clear these misfolded proteins from the body. Proteins he believes lead to the creation of beta-amyloid plaques. And this could potentially contribute to treatments stopping Alzheimer's from developing in the first place. And it was a it was a fresh idea at the time. Um, so I applied to the Swedish Institute and said, hey, I want to take this idea. I have a collaboration, um, but I need support to come to Sweden and look at how my drugs might interact with these these early misfolded proteins. And that's how I got here. While working in Sweden, Valen says his research work at the Karolinska Institute was affected by the Swedish fika culture. Molecular biologists, cell biologists, 
clinicians, uh, pathologists, all these people come together. And we're all sitting around the FICA table together talking about our one interest, and that is Alzheimer's disease. For me, that was really a great hub to be a part of because I could talk to the pathologist or I could talk to a fellow molecular biologist and we can come up with ideas together. We could talk about the latest paper that we read. And so the culture of that lab space, I thought, was outstanding. The FICA table really has been a delightful uh, learning experience for me. You know, when we get coffee in New York, we often just go right back to our desk and sit alone and read the internet or something. Uh, we don't interact as much as uh, groups here do. But the FICA culture aside, an obvious question still remains. How far are we from an effective treatment to Alzheimer's? I hope uh, within the next 10 years. I think that there are some extremely promising clinical trials going on right now. Uh, they're starting to show some some results. And every year there's a Alzheimer's conference that uh, some of these companies will release some results and, and the field gets quite excited um, because I think we're getting really close to having something. And is your research going to be a part of that solution? I hope that the work that I'm doing contributes to the ideas and that somebody can learn from uh, whatever I publish from these, from these studies uh, to help advance their studies. Thank you for having listened to Alumni Stories, a podcast produced by the Swedish Institute to highlight the life stories and achievements of Swedish Institute alumni. My name is Viktor Lövgren.